and we are in lovely people welcome to the big feed up hq podcast before i get started i just want to let you know about 33 fuel they help me keep the lights on with this show warren james and erica work and run the company and they produce powerful and natural sports nutrition products okay we're talking energy bars protein bars chia seed energy gels that i use on my bimbles you can get 10% off your first order with Matt 10 at checkout. Everything you need is in the show notes. Gluten-free, dairy-free, plant-based, whole food, nutrition, portables for a protein hit during the day for some of your endurance pursuits. Get on over to their website, their products. Contact them. Very easy going. Really open people. And enjoy. Now... Without further ado, let me introduce my guest to the show today. Now, this chap is, well, he's a nutritionist, he's a coach, he's a speaker, he's a writer, he's a former obese man sharing his journey. His name is Ben Coomber. We're actually both from Suffolk, so Suffolk boys, and really looking forward to having a chat with him on the show. So without any further ado, please listen and enjoy Ben Coomber. Ben, welcome to the show, mate. Hello, dude. Thank you for having me on. How is it in Suffolk, mate? I'm always very jealous looking at your morning walks when I'm uh, getting the head down onto the tube. Right now, very rainy. It needs to up his game. We need the sunshine back. How's, uh, mate, how's Ruby as well? Your, your, your little uh, companion? Well, as the time of recording, she's just had an operation, so she's feeling very sorry for herself, very woozy, very unhappy. She's got two weeks of bed rest, oh. so uh, not not many walks for her. All right, fair, okay. Well, like dog walking and um, you know the Suffolk terrain aside, it'd be cool to just let everyone know, yeah, what what you're up to, mate. I, I introduced you before, obviously, as a nutritionist, as a speaker. We know each other from the odd weight session together and things, and you know, growing, well, not growing up near each other, but I think I reached out because. I realised a few years ago that, you know, you were only down the road. So, yeah, it'd be good to let everyone know what you're doing at the moment. For sure. So the bulk of my work is a combination of being a nutritionist and an educator. So running our online courses in nutrition, getting out on the road, speaking to people, doing seminars, that kind of stuff. And then the other side of my job is trying to deliver value to the world. So putting out podcasts, social media content that can help people grow and realize that they can be healthier and happier and stronger, all that stuff. And then the third uh, daily thing for me is is being a business owner, being a leader, managing a team, um, trying to allow us to deliver our products to kind of more people and stuff. So, yeah, I'm in a fun spot these days. I work from home. I control my own time. Yes, there's time pressures and time demands and things can be a juggle, but that is modern life. And I feel that I've kind of got the balance right and it helps living in, uh, in the middle of nowhere where it's nice and relaxing and calming in nature mm. I mean, definitely yeah, yeah. It, the, the podcast and some of the shorter episodes and things I, I keep in touch with obviously we contact each other a bit but yeah some of the topics are interesting and you're starting to take on more listener questions and you're getting some people on the show that listen to the show which is quite good as well so what are the some some of the some of the topics recently especially around like health positivity and, and you were yeah you kind of opened up a a cup what was it a two-part series on intuitive eating and, and you guys had some thoughts around that are you, are you enjoying the the format that you're 
your podcast is taking or like you said you're used to just communicating these things to to people you work with to to your colleagues and it just comes naturally to you yeah so my co-host tom tom's a big intellect he loves the research loves the science loves geeking out and we all we both have quite strong opinions and sometimes they clash and i think that's kind of a good thing um his background his personal biases his experiences are different to mine which makes good conversation but we always root ourselves in the research and i suppose more than anything it's about keeping up with what is happening and what is being spoken about online you know london's a really good example of how trends come and go quite quickly and where the conversations are so there's a lot of especially female um Hmm. fitness people in London talking about body positivity, body confidence, intuitive eating. And we kind of felt that there was this massive uh, kind of course correction of orthorexia in the fitness industry. Everyone had been training five days a week, calorie counting and getting kind of maybe a bit too obsessed with their fitness and nutrition. And then everyone was like, don't do that anymore. Train when you want to, eat what you want, be kind to yourself. And it's like, whoa, hang on a second. Like, I get all that and I get why you're doing that. But be careful with your message because there's nothing wrong with having a fat loss goal and being on a diet. And don't get me wrong, there's good ways to do a diet and there's bad ways to do a diet. And we wanted to kind of almost start to add our narrative to say, let's be really objective here about what people are listening to, what the goals are that people have, and make sure that people understand that the people promoting some of these messages have their reasons for doing so and don't get too lost or caught up in it because you will have your own goals and it won't quite always align itself with those goals. So yeah, we've talked a lot about intuitive eating uh, recently. I love talking about mindset because it's probably the thing that most people struggle with. Mm. You know, we can sit here and do another nutrition podcast and talk about what we should be doing about nutrition, but we fucking know, come on, we know what to do. We need to eat real food. Mm. We need to have a method that allows us to eat with balance. So we have to have a certain framework where we're able to portion and control, whether that's calorie counting or looking at food and, you know, fist size and all that kind of stuff. We know all of that. So why do not a lot of people do it? Well, we're busy. We feel stressed. We feel overwhelmed. We don't get enough sleep. Our perspective on food and nutrition's kind of out of whack. So I think mindset's always something that has to be talked about because it's, it's li- the limiting factor for most people. Mm. Yeah, and look, if, if, if anyone listened to this, I'll link to that show, mate, that, that you did. And then also, um, yeah, following you on Instagram, there's always that cheeky kind of whatever it is, 3.30, 4.30, 5.30 in the morning, little coffee pour. That's, you know, little touches like that are quite good. So especially when I wake up and check in, I think, God, he's, you know, he's been up a couple of hours before me. Like, I better get on. I think it's, it's like you said, it's, it's, it's following people like that. Or sorry, you know, following little videos and things like that for yourself. And, um, it's, you know, it's definitely motivating because, I, I, you know, I don't need to read the, the next... Uh, I don't know, bullet point of, of uh, nutritional nuggets from you, but then there's there's the odd bit of content that I do engage with. So I think that's, like you said, people pick up some of the mindset stuff. Some of them need more of the nutrition information, so they'll they'll dive into the fundamentals and things that you push. But do you reckon your some of your perspective comes from a lot more of uh, seeing, I don't know, what what the country has to offer? Because you you got up and you know you, you take yourself all over the country doing doing tours obviously with your company your supplement company but also as 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 yourself 
do you think that's that's made a difference because obviously like you said a lot of people in london it is a bubble people talking a lot trends and things like that but you're you know you're getting around the country you're going to gyms you're going to like what crossfit competitions you're, you're seeing loads of different people having lots of open conversations is that is that helping you think definitely you know london is as a generalization especially in fitness and the people that are listening to podcasts and buying tubs of vegan protein powder and stuff like that is genuinely a, a generally a fairly affluent marketplace so the trends and these kind of products that people can buy you know it happens quite quickly people can do it people can afford it you know in london there's probably people talking about the vegan diet at the moment and cbd and boutique fitness and like everyone's trying it everyone's giving it a go everyone's got the money and the flexibility to be able to do it but once you travel around the country and you're visiting all these little gyms council run gyms like you're you're encountering people with genuine problems with genuine time constraints with not as much money disposable income to be able to do a lot of these things that people uh, in the smoke might do so for me i think it just adds perspective especially when i'm sitting here and i'm thinking right i'm gonna do a podcast or i'm gonna do a facebook post mm. no let me word it right let me make sure i'm accounting for the guy up north that you know works in a factory and works odd shift patterns like i'm not and i'm not just thinking about the person that's you know on 55 grand a year working in the middle of london mm. and has got their list of gyms like we've all got our own situations we've all got our own struggles and i think it's important to get lots of perspective from lots of different clients lots of different situations um because that that kind of grounds you and makes you humble in your approach of helping people mm. Mm. yeah definitely well like, where where are you off to next or is everything um from your hq at the moment like have you got anything before the end of the year any people you're in front of i'm doing loads of stuff before the end of the year uh in two days time i'm off to japan uh for the world cup so i'm oh. going to travel all through the country you getting to the rugby oh mate jammy dodger is that with um is is that are you, are you just going out with yourself or are you doing something with o2 or something what i remember i saw some content before no, doing. there were there were some brand deals that were going to come about, but um, it was all going back and forth, and yeah. I thought I'm not going to leave this to chance. I'm no. going to the World Cup, so me and uh, a mate are going out there for two weeks. I can't wait to travel the country, experience the culture. I love eating different countries' foods. I mm. love seeing how they've grown up. I like seeing how health and fitness is integrated into their lifestyles. Mm. Um, yeah, absolutely can't wait. And then I'm going to Thailand later in the year, back to Dubai, um, and doing a few other bits. So I always take a good sort of eight trips abroad every year. And again, it's, it's, it's the benefit of my work, but also it keeps adding perspective. It keeps yeah. generating ideas. It keeps me creative. I absolutely love it. Yeah. I mean, Thailand's a special place. We we did Bangkok and and down um south near the coast for two weeks in April. And it's have you have you been? It's the people are you know they're just incredibly robust and the, you know the food obviously different level. If you like spice, it'll be coming out of nose, ears, everywhere, um because it's it's super hot. But yeah, the the, the food and the people and just uh, they just get on with things. There's no messing around. The roads I've never seen anything like it. But yeah, like you said, it's it's decent just to get into that and then and then come back and then um you know you have you have a bit of a fresh start and you can kind of crack on 
Yeah, I went to Thailand 14 years ago, so I'm excited to see what's changed and all that kind of stuff. So I'm, I'm going out for a bit of work, I'm going out for a bit of pleasure, and that's the beauty of traveling and having a remote business. Yeah, mate, 100%, 100%. And then so, some of the other sides of things that you, that you that you show definitely on social and things like that, you know, aside from the mindset and the nutrition is obviously a lot of your training. And um, I know obviously you keep yourself physically fit because you play you play your rugby and um you know you like to you like to do a lot of different types of training i think generally don't you to to research it and to stay quite robust and things too but yeah is that has that obviously just been a tool for 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 you over the years it's obviously something you enjoy but you're kind of you're, you're pushing a lot more training content out and obviously you're talking a lot more about gyms and environments and and um you know positive places to train and all that kind of stuff yeah, I think for me, training is something that always grounds people and sort of keeps structure in your fitness routine. You know, when I'm go, like everyone, when you're going to the gym, you're thinking differently about your food, you're thinking differently about your sleep, you're thinking about your recovery, you're thinking about your health. I think it puts your mindset in a really good place. So I like to show people that training can be fluid and flexible, but it can also be challenging and it can be hard work. Um, you know, when I was younger, you know, I was I was pretty obsessive about my training, probably a bit too much at times. But you know, sometimes you've got to be a bit obsessive and a bit dedicated if you want to achieve a specific goal. So if you want to build muscle, you don't really want to be going in the gym three days a week doing a bit, bit of this, a bit of that. Like You need to be going in the gym three, four days a week with a structured training program, looking at uh, progressive overload, looking at key lifts, looking at the volume. So everything has a goal. These days, I want to be functional, fit, strong, but I also want to enjoy my training. And that's why I'll quite often go in the gym and I'm like, right, today I'm going to train upper body, but I'm going to do this. And I always challenge myself. I'll listen to my body. If I'm feeling really good and strong, I'll lift heavy stuff. If I'm not, I'll go for a bit more of a volume approach, have a bit more fun with it. But I just kind of love that. And I think that's the great thing about investing in the gym, time in the gym when you're younger. Because the reality is if you build, so I used to be 10 and a half stone. If you build three stone of muscle, which I have, the maintenance of that is really easy. Like you don't actually have to work that hard to maintain a frame of muscle. Mm. You've got to not be an idiot with your nutrition and put a bit of volume through your muscles, let's say, twice a week. You're going to mm. be all right. Mm. And I think that's the beautiful thing now is my goals are to be fit, functional, strong, maintain my muscle. So my training can be a lot more flexible. If I was sitting here as a 10 and a half stone guy wanting to build three stone of muscle, my approach would be very different. Yeah, exactly. It's kind of like when you're when you've got a good base or a good training age and you you're quite in tune with that. I don't know. I call it, some people I work with. I call it the daily score. You know, you you know what you you know what an eight to a ten feels like. You know, a try, seven doesn't really exist. You know what a five or a six or a four feels like. So then you can kind of turn it up and and down from there. And I think like you said, uh, sometimes methods are important if you're either at the start of a journey or you're. Um, you're looking for a specific goal but like you said there you've got the long game and you can kind of pull to- tools in and out um, and then yeah especially when you are busier with, with all of the things that you reeled off earlier traveling and things like that you know the couple of times a week are, uh, really really help with maintenance or when you really want to put some size on or or do something to, to increase strength then it can work from there and that's quality mm-hmm. so yeah I think maybe, maybe the people that, that, that follow um 
a lot of your stuff on mindset and nutrition and training may not know about your um your journey into supplementation and things like that too so um you know obviously I'd, i don't i don't want you to kind of run down all the products and things like that but what what are you excited about at the moment in terms of awesome supplements and you know give people a little bit of a uh, a nugget of information there around 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 what the the company's up to yeah so we want to keep delivering on taste and function with our products. I think the sports and health supplement market has been underserviced for quite a while. I don't think we've had enough good products that taste great and do what they say on the tin. So for me, uh, we've pretty much made our company 100% plant-based. We only have one product that's not, not plant-based. And for me, I've gone, well, traditionally, plant-based, vegan-based supplements have been for plant-based or vegan eaters. Mm. And it's like, there's no reason the supplements that you and me take can't be plant-based and just as good, just as tasty, just as effective. So we're trying to make that um, transition now so that we're basically creating supplements for everyone. They just happen to be plant-based. They happen to work. They happen to taste brilliant. So that's what I'm excited about. It's, it's, It's no longer saying, oh, a vegan protein shake has to taste like a dusty, dusty, you know, drink of water. Like, you know, it can have flavor. So that's what I'm excited about. We're doing some cool stuff. Um, you know, products, being in a product industry is totally different to a service industry. So I enjoy the challenge as a business owner. Mm. Um, but yeah, I want to keep providing solutions for people's lifestyles so they can live better, perform better, and, and, and enjoy it along the way. I think. Back in the day, sometimes fitness can often be a bit of a chore. Like you've all, you've got to take this thing, or you've got to eat this thing, and it doesn't taste great, or you know, it kind of feels like a bit of a burden. And I don't think you or me want that for people. We want fitness to be fun. We want food to be enjoyable. You know, you're a big fan of you know the big eats and getting some good food down you. Like we need to be enjoying this. We need to be enjoying supplements. We need to be enjoying it all. And and that's what I'm a big fan of promoting. Um, yeah yeah 100 percent. yeah take yeah mate taste, taste profiles everything i can just imagine you and your team sitting there having to having i don't know just small small little uh samples trying things over and over and over like i don't really know how how it even works in terms of trying to formulate supplements and things but you're, you're exactly right and i think it with 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 certain supplements or you know food products like that when when they are in more than once or twice here and there you know they're they're a huge part of someone's dietary pattern so like you said it shouldn't just be a, oh i'm drinking this because i'm told to and it, and it if it doesn't taste great i'm just going to grimace it or i'm going to add loads of other foods and loads of other calories just to get it down so if it's going in daily and it and it's and it's you know made well and it tastes good and it just becomes part of someone's dietary pattern and it helps to kind of uh, stack other habits on top then you know i'm i'm, I'm definitely a, a a fan um i didn't know you're actually you're almost 100 percent plant-based that's interesting um but yeah yeah you product a whey protein um and for me you know again a whey, whey protein's the commodity product everyone knows what it is um you know it's kind of nothing that we really focus on as a business but yeah everything we've done over the last couple of years has transitioned over to being 100 percent plant-based and there's alternatives out there and they do taste just as good you've just got to put more effort into making it into a, a powder or a pill or whatever yeah 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 yeah. sounds so with, with within all of the things that you're talking about and doing and all you're traveling do you, do you still a lot time to take people on one-on-one or do you do your i know i know you've got your um 
your your group and 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 your program around a bit of a fat loss journey do you still see people or speak with people one-on-one or is it more of a group kind of uh interactive type thing i do about two hours one-to-one a month and that's it um that keeps my hand in the game yeah quite often for free uh, just sort of like helping someone that I, I see needs help, um, guiding people on the journey. But sort of my business and my mission and my products uh, kind of trying to hit a lot of people. Um, so quite often the programs are kind of semi-guided, group-guided. And quite often that can be better for results as well, people being involved in a community, people mucking in and doing things together. Uh, but yeah, I've moved away from that quite some time ago. Mm. Oh, decent. Yeah, most of mine's, I'm, I'm, I'm one-on-one work mostly, and then I get, I suppose I get a few, maybe two seminars or something like that monthly, but I, I'm trying to do a lot more of the group-based stuff. Um, but yeah, the, the 15 minutes, I do a lot with the business I work for. I do a lot of these 15-minute kind of taster consultations and things, and they're, yeah, they're really interesting, because then obviously I can get through a lot of, a lot of people in a certain amount of time, so even though it's not completely group-based, it's uh yeah that's that's quite a decent format so yeah i was just wondering how you kind of pieced it all together but then yeah that makes sense you, you keep a few one-on-ones and then that gives you the process of being able to obviously break down someone's kind of history around training around food and then obviously you've got this wider conversation with with your podcasts and then all of your uh speaking events and things like that so i mean that was the reason why i wanted to just get you on the show because obviously you you cover you cover a lot of bases and um yeah you're you're obviously a, a motivating guy but then you uh yeah you you kind of you explain things really well i think it's also through uh hours of podcasting and speaking and thinking about how you want to uh portray your message and things so yeah i wanted to get someone that's kind of quite clear cut passionate you know it's evening now and and you're still absolutely firing on all cylinders so um yeah it's good to have someone with a lot of energy on the show really mate Thanks, dude. And I suppose, you know, what I try and do is show people what their potential is. You know, if I can be firing on all cylinders at 7 o'clock at night after getting up at 5 a.m., then other people can. You just need to dial in the nutrition, keep on top of things, be be organized, make sure your fitness program works for you. Um, And, you know, it's it's all doable. I'm a big fan of breaking down barriers. People put up a lot of barriers uh, to you know or excuses of why they can't be successful time money you know all of this stuff everything's got a workaround you've just got to willing to turn off the emotions stand back look at the data look at the environment and what can you change cool change one or two things move forward positively change another couple of things and just keep moving forward um we're very good at biting off more than we can you know really chew when we engage in fitness, you know, someone joins a gym and it's like, go, go, go. It's like, well, you know, steady on. Mm. Let's, let's build it up. You know, let's just, you know, get a couple of good bits of food in the tank. Let's try, you know, a, a run or a gym session and build up from there. And, uh, yeah, then we become high-performing humans as we keep adding the layers on. 100%, yeah. It's just kind of like reducing decision fatigue, crack on, give yourself a meaningful amount of time and, 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 you know, assess and then take things from there. Mate, love it. So most people listening to the show, London-based, a few around the area, where can people uh, see you next, mate? Obviously, you're away now, but have you have you got anything back in, in the smog that people can drop into and, and, and see your face? Obviously, I'll put everything that, that you need, lovely people, to, to follow Ben in the show notes. But 
any any FaceTime around, mate? For yeah, I've got uh, two seminars happening at the end of the year in London. The dates haven't been confirmed yet, but if you're interested in that, then just follow me on social media, and then you'll see things. There'll be a sort of fat loss and uh, performance seminar that I'll be doing, and then there'll be a kind of personal development and kind of career-based seminar because it's something that I'm kind of really getting into helping people, you know, helping people stand back, evaluate what they're doing, why they're doing it, where they want to go, and almost like create a bit of a life plan for themselves, which always involves health and fitness because that's a way to look after yourself to feel good. Um, Otherwise, people obviously listen to podcasts um, because they're listening to this. So if you want to come over and have a listen to mine, it's Ben Coomer Radio. Otherwise, I'm Ben Coomer all over the internet. Cool. Makes sense, mate. Decent. And um, yeah, hopefully back in Suffolk soon. And when I've got two uh, normal performing eyes, then um, yeah, get come over and get some get some training in together or something. <laughs> Yeah, exactly, exactly. Just don't be lifting anything on the side of me because then I can't quite see. I've been whacking into people all day. And you know what it's like in London. People are, people are not happy. One, they look at you and they're like, what is this guy up to with this weird bandage? And two, you know, when you touch anyone in, in London, they think that, yeah, they're in trouble. So, it's, yeah, it's been, it's been an interesting day. But no, mate, it's been, it's been good to... It's been good to get you on here, and I think when I started this show last year, um, yeah, I've wanted to, I've wanted to chat, so I'm, I'm, I'm glad we've, we've got it done. Sweet dude, happy to be on, and hopefully people have had something to think about. And uh, if you want to connect, and yeah, awesome, connect. Yeah, sweet, lovely people. Look, thank you as always for listening. Uh, you know I really enjoy doing this show and any feedback is absolutely fantastic as always you know I pop up a little bit about what I do food wise and things in the evenings head over to my Instagram for that and um, yeah if you rate the show like the show tell someone about it that would be mega cool cheers